0: adidas.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast thank you very much have a great day and enjoy the show it's only a kick
1: a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got
2: this adidas Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie. Critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? No, nope. because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen.
4: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm, in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
4: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would.
0: Hello and welcome to the Fighting Cock podcast. This isn't your usual intro because we forgot to do it, but all I can say to you is, bake beans, bake beans, bake beans, Clock. It's the Fighting.
3: It's the Fighting. Cock! Oh, A shut ch- no. It's season four, episode thirty. Whoa, whoa, no. oh,
0: whoa, hey, what are you doing? It's not your fucking podcast, one week! <laughs> I couldn't be here. Giving it a biggin, taking over. What do you think you are, Windy? Remember I made you. Before you before you came on this podcast, what were you? Just a weird bloke on Twitter talking about young kids playing football.
3: It's season four, <laughs> everyone
2: the fighting podcast.
3: Good evening, gentlemen.
0: How are you doing, alright? Good to have you back, though. It's a pleasure to be back. It was weird listening back to it. The first actually, there was another time I missed it in season, at the end of season one. Ricky presented, it, didn't he? Didn't yeah, it? I yeah. think. Well, they kind of Ricky and Chicago Dan kind of took it in turns. like really? Anyway, let's not talk about this. It's, uh, it was good. It was really good. Guys, enjoyed it. Fantastic. I enjoyed doing your youth update as
3: well. <laughs> we all enjoyed that as well. <laughs> your enthusiasm, you no know bounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was, I was quite pissed and in bed when I recorded that.
1: So. I mean, it sounded like quite quiet, as if you were like, yeah. you know, busy doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was touching myself at the yeah. same time. Uh, how, how's everyone's week been? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I've had a stressful one. Have you? Yeah, oh, just life, mortgages... Oh, right. Oh, shit. And then I caught a reflection of myself in this jumper today and realised that grey's not my colour. <laughs> Why? Cos I haven't been boxing or anything for, like, three weeks and I'm just, like, super fat again. <laughs> I just caught a reflection of myself in Tesco Extra. I thought, you fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> don't beat yourself up.
0: <laughs> Alex from Bristol's here. What's up? Uh, we've got Spooky
5: back for two All weeks in right the bounce. Another, mate, this is consistency, isn't it? Yeah, what's going on? The do a fluke. But you weren't supposed <laughs> well, to be here. I mean you no, <laughs> kind of like halfway through the day the missus turned turned around she's off sick at the minute and she turned around and said, are you going to podcast tonight? And I go, what do you mean, am I going to podcast? Does it mean I can go podcast? <laughs> can I, yeah. <laughs> and like about half past four, I'll, I'll, I'm kind of meant to be working, and I'm pacing around. She goes, fucking hell, you're so desperate to go. I've <laughs> never seen anything like it. Just go now. Leave the house. Go to your mates <laughs> yeah. to talk about football. You obviously want to spend time with them and not stay home. She, she's a piss taker. Yeah, yeah. stay home with you, your daughter and your missus. I'm like, OK, see you later. Oh, yeah.
0: She got it nailed on. There, love. Yeah, you
5: know, I, I got I got it nail, nailed on like Ricky. ricky has got his woman in his pla- in, in her place in a place. I'm following
0: suit in it. Well you want to go back to the uh, the dark days of the seventies. Why so, not?
3: Actually, no, it's really bad, bad for yeah, women yeah. Then. I reckon Spooky's wife's on the phone to her mates now going, yeah, got him out of the house for the night, got him right where I want him. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dildos out now.
5: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Spook. <Steve. laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind interrupting something
1: like that. I'd start yeah. Back early and... yeah,
3: just barge through the door. <laughs> Don't hit me with it. <laughs> Wendy, how's your week been alright? Yeah, all good. You oh. know, um you know the phrase there's no such thing as a free meal. Just disproved that. Okay. There is a f- such a thing as a free meal. I just got one. What was uh, it? Uh fish and chips, it was very nice. Twice. Uh times two, and yeah. You ate it all. Ate it <laughs> <laughs> both meals. <laughs> and we were sat, what, ten feet from Lim Gallagher and it just occurred to me that I probably should have Giving him my fish and chips, <laughs>
0: you yeah, for everything. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, so we're putting the finishing fans, uh, f- finishing touches to the next fanzine. It will be available for pre order. It's supposed to be the end of last week, but we haven't. It hasn't really come on a lot enough in order to do that. So it'll be very soon. Still order the old ones. Fightingcock. Co. forward slash shop. Got a brilliant article um, about the Glory Glory nights at White Art Lane. By Rob white we've got articles from other people oh, <laughs> lombardi who, uh, <laughs> who's written a brilliant article about why our lane there's also uh, a brilliant article also about from Baines who wrote we well, basically started investigating why or the the kind of financial side behind oh, moving to a new stadium, and he kind of got stuck. I don't want to give too much away but there wasn't a great deal of information out there that was readily redi- readily available apart from the kind of info that's on yeah on, on about the uh, NDP. So, I don't know, you have to read it, find out it's going to be out in about a month or so. All right. For once, it seems in ages we've got mm-hmm. actually game to talk about that we could be proud
1: of. Enthusiastic um, to actually talk about th- it.
0: Yeah, well, I was I was lying in bed and thinking about Harry Kane just him going through and passing that just passing the ball into the net. And it was like there was absolutely... I had absolutely no fear of him missing that goal and it went through. And the pub, I mean, the game was more or less won. I mean, they were kind of coming into it at that time. But the pub I was in, when he put that ball in the net, went fucking... Sp- yeah. ma- mental. This is something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went mental,
1: absolutely crazy. And it was like, this is fucking bollocks. This is, this is the bollocks. Yeah. This is what's like. highest morning spurs. It's nice to be... Uh, it's nice to have some to get excited about because it does feel as if the season is starting to to peter out and it's almost like oh just get to the end of it now but you don't want to because you want to see Harry Kane score as many goals as possible now and I was the same as you I had no doubt whatsoever when he went one-on-one and I don't remember having that feeling other, other than Bale obviously in a in a Tottenham striker in inverted commas mm. to have that amount of confidence every time he went one-on-one for for a long time and it was nice to feel that so, great thing about him he, he's i
5: mean we've, we've mentioned it so many times well, not well, i have not I've not been on the political but, <laughs> but it's been spoken about a lot that he doesn't he doesn't have any fear he's it isn't just self confidence in that he's going to go out there and do well it's it's just a general belief that he has that he can always improve and when he gets into those type of positions the fact that supporters are looking down at him and thinking he's going to put this away that's quite a new feeling because, yeah. you know, if there's one stat that details our agony when it comes to forwards, it's, it's the fact that he's scored 30 in all competitions for the first time since Lineker. Mm. Well, we've had some fantastic strikers at the club. Well, think of some of them: but uh, Berbatov, Klingsman, I mean, um, Ar- Armstrong. Keen at his peak. Keen, yeah, Robbie
0: King, even, even Jermaine Defoe. And all these players are held in high regard. Even Chris Armstrong, I know he kind of was unfashionable given the fact that he had to fill with yeah, shoes. But that season... But he had yeah, a good season,
1: that yeah. That you know, that was... Yeah. He was... yeah And for him, Excellent. to get back to your
0: point, Spooks, for him to do that at 21 hmm. is either damning of all of our strikers
5: or hmm. the fact that he's an incredible Look, piece of work. It, you know, you can sit here and you can say, right, OK, he set a benchmark. Next season, we're going to expect a lot from him. He's going to be under pressure because it, he's not going to be an unknown... Quantity, quality. You know, no, exactly. I mean, if you look at him from the start of the season, and in fact, go further back when Windy used to talk about him, in in, in such a a small space of time, he's gone from a player that looked like a bit of a immobile lump. You know, you didn't quite know what he was. Number nine, number ten, striker. What is he? What what does he? What does Harry Kane do? And now he's completely defined himself. But he's also the, the type of guy that can get better. In, in the fact that he's link up play, he's vision, he's striking, he's got a bit of everything. And that, to me, it's blown me away because I never, ever in a million years expected him to produce that type of quality
1: form. Mm. And he's bit, you're right, though. I have no fear in the fact of in my faith in him to be able to reinvent parts of his game when it will need to. The same as Bale did, you know, when it, 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 he had a fantastic breakthrough season, a bit more attention on him, a bit more tactical uh targeting by other teams and he had to do something different there had to be a change of position or a change of emphasis yeah. of how he was going to do it and and obviously that comes partly from a from a good manager as well but you've got to be able to have that belief in yourself that you can do that and i have no doubt that harry king will have that belief in himself to do that yeah, his
5: attitude and application as well as he's obviously got the talent but maybe not as natural as maybe other strikers but he's working so hard his game, his technical game—it's just, it's great to see, and it is the the single highlight from this season, really. Duncan, well, I finally arrived at a position which is the polar
0: opposite of where I was. I used to be with Kane. Is that I I compare him now in terms of his importance to our team in the same way as I did with Gareth Bale in the season that he left for Real Madrid. I think he's that important, if not more important, because probably the team isn't as good as that 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 team was with. I mean, maybe the season before with Modric and yeah. when he was on fire but it, it, he's he's crucial and it, it's not just his ability to score goals and Bale would be held above Kane because of the way he played and the position that he was an influence from and the way he you know is so explosive and Kane is that as well but Bale was a different type of player and had a different he, he was clearly world class but a couple of more seasons like this for Kane and that you, no one could say he would be anything other than world class if he can continue it. And just one more thing: there is similarities between Kane and Bale in the way that they. That I, I just notice it the moment before they strike the ball. It, it was almost like there's kind of symbiosis between the two. It, it's the way he shapes and the, his poise and the way he, the technique at which he strikes a the ball. There's the similarities between the two when they're shooting at goal. And I never thought I'd say that about Harry Kane. I never thought I'd say that probably in my lifetime against uh, another player like Bale. But Kane is special.
3: I think his technique's always been really good and it kind of got a little bit lost in amongst the fact that he looked slightly awkward when he first came into the team. And it was his running style and and the fact that he hadn't really... developed into his own body yet and he, he still looked like a kind of awkward lumbering kid but his technique from when he was a 15 year old was always good and it's got better and you can tell like Spooky said it's just constant work on, on things like technique but the, the thing that make kind of makes him almost more important than Bale there's two things actually one that he almost unites the fan base because he's a he's a local boy done good which every club wants um, and he's someone that everyone can get behind. There's, n- there's no-one that doesn't want to get behind Harry Kane. Uh, and the other thing is, he is like a, a beacon for the academy, for the academy managers and directors to use to say, this is what you can become. Yeah, you know, you've point. all been with, you've <laughs> all, all been a Harry Kane. Um, he's, he was one of you, and you can all become that if you put the work in. Um, and obviously that's you know, not the case. Not everyone can become as good as Harry Kane, but it's something to aim for. Um, and we haven't even mentioned the fact that he's been nominated for Young Player of the Year and Player of the Year, which mm-hmm. is just, uh, to get nominated for both of them, I don't think... But Bale got nominated for both of them. Yeah, I don't think anyone expected Kane to get nominated for Player of the Year. Young Player of the Year, I think we probably all thought, yeah, and he'll probably win it. But to, to get nominated for Player of the Year is fantastic. And I'm, I feel quite proud as a Spurs fan of him um, getting that Who do you nomination. think will win it? The Player of the Year? Hazard, uh, probably. I think, do you think he should? He's... Yeah, I prob- I think he probably should do because yeah, he, no he has carried well. Chelsea at times. Fuck him. And they're cantering to the title. Fuck I them. Make. Look at their team. Look at it. Mourinho
0: as manager. Harry Kane. That's he's the fucking player of the year. No no doubt. <laughs> Both of them he's taking a the moment if they don't, I'm going to create a I, I do <laughs> I
5: do love but, how uh, how fucking hell. Tottenhamish Kane is in terms of he's like the accidental hero, he, or he's the accidental um he's the accidental player to break through in the manner that he's broken through because like usually you, you spend money on the player, they sign they they sign for the club and um so we're just distracted someone? by a, a yeah, again, girl someone coming into the, the shop. <laughs> Walked into our studio and interrupted <laughs> our flow. It's got stuff happening.
0: So like the fact your... she was quite
1: pretty good. At... Yeah. <laughs> usually, Flav just shouts on shut, but yeah, he actually galloped to the other end of the shop <laughs> to like she touch was, her she and was very read her d- out.
5: I didn't touch her, she, she was, was very attractive woman. Doesn't matter, no, football. Right, sorry, yeah, <laughs> so basically, um, the fact that Harry Kane, at the start of the season, you would never thought would be at, at this position right now, talking about him the way we're talking about him. It's just a very Tottenham type of thing mm-hmm. to happen, you know. And the, the the one thing that I'm looking forward to next season. I know a lot of people saying all the all the cynics within our fan base are ba- banging on about second season syndrome and this that and the other. Again, because I don't fear, because Kane doesn't fear. I'm looking forward to how he adapts yeah, and how he. Yeah. But more importantly, I think he's a, he's he's apart from personal development and what he does on the training pitch and what he does extra. Um, I think it's really vital that we get. Re- good players and structure around him and it's a case that he's doing really well in what is a pretty dysfunctional Tottenham team well Pochettino made a quote saying
0: he, Kane needs to thank the rest of the team for the amount of opportunities he's been given and I think there's a little bit of good ology on Pochettino's uh, part he knows exactly what Kane is and his importance to the team but Kane wasn't our standout player yesterday against Newcastle he was Great, but I thought there was a, there was better players in midfield. Mason did amazingly well uh to, to kind of win that ball and set up was it Lamella who made the assist? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But in order to get make that happen, uh, Mason's work was Mason's, managed, work, wasn't Mason's it? work, exactly. I thought Paulinho had a, a, an excellent game in, in well I say excellent, he had a good game, but by his standards it was excellent. And it's a shame Bardi can't be here to uh, revel in
5: No it's <laughs> not. No, in oh, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, well, so... Polini pa- had a good game if, if he was, like, a Scottish international. Yeah. You no, know, but he's Brazilian, for fuck's sake. Where's, where's the skills it's, and shit, man? It's now? not his fault. It was
3: a bit weird that he got given man of the match. Um, and, I mean, maybe that's partly because we've become so down on him and, and kind of written him off. It, it felt more weird... And to well, an Sky gave him man? Yeah, that's nothing to do with. That. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean though. Maybe the fact that, maybe he did look. Oh, he did look the outstanding player to an outsider, and we've become so down on him that it's affected our view. Yeah. But to me, it felt like he had a, he had a sort of six out of ten game. Solid, kept things ticking over, made a few tackles, pressed really well for the first goal. Didn't really do a lot else of no He got an assist, but it was a, it was a square pass quite a long way out really yeah. um, he, he was fine he was functional but I thought Rose was our best player again um, and I, I've been really impressed with Rose over the last few months and I think there I mean people have been saying there's legitimate calls for Rose to be awarded our um, player of the year at, at Spurs because he's been as good as Kane I mean I would say that's not quite the case no that's it, not true Kane's kind of carried a team for long periods but Rose really has been excellent and he's certainly in my no. eyes be pushing the Reese for second place most,
0: most improved player
3: yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, which is usually given to the kid who can't kick a ball straight. Mm-hmm. I won that once. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to share it with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> was that like... Well, <laughs> this isn't even at 16, this is like at 24. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, they do that to 24, you're on. <laughs> was you happy about that? Uh, well, I was until I looked at the trophy and they spelled my name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I was going to say about Penelope, one thing that I did... I did quite like about p yesterday. Is the last couple of games of what I've noticed is that we don't, particularly in the final third, we don't commit to runs and we don't commit to movement. So when we're progressing through the final third, you know, Ericsson will start to make a run and it'll stop. Kane almost, to an extent, will start to try and curve his run from from a central position out to either, uh, to a, a wide position just to try and to bend a bit of shape, just to try and make something for us. But the ball's never given, and it, and it just takes too long. and it, become, it Like the last couple of games, it became almost a bit AVB-ish. But what Poligno was doing yesterday was he was trying to send a couple of early balls, not just long punts, but ones where you could see someone was making a run and playing the ball early so that they had to commit to that movement that they'd just made, rather than stop and check him back, uh, and then it's starting all over again. And I thought that was quite different, something that we haven't had in the last couple of weeks. What do you think of the performance overall? I mean, was you pleased with it? It's difficult, just ge- as a
5: general perspective because I've kind of switched off I think we've switched off the pace as well I think a lot of players now are looking towards the summer I think that the club in general is looking towards the summer and there's Newcastle, like their fans, half well—not half their fans, but a lot of fans didn't turn up. It was a strange atmosphere in that the but, game. But so. Chadley
0: tweeted directly after the game: as uh, "There's six more finals." So if that's the—if that—I I hope that's their attitude. Well, well, yeah, you'd hate you'd I don't do. know if they—they're playing if he's playing up to his followership on. Yeah, on there's probably or a bit of both. There might be a bit of that, but actually, what fans do when they look at a, a run of results that haven't gone that well, they. And they make wild assumptions without any knowledge.
5: Look, I'm probably guilty of it. I think losing the cup final hurt us a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and probably we've not... You know, you say, I'll be professional, recover, get on with the league games, but um, I I think they are deflated. I think you can see that sometimes. And and, and again, I think there's there's a quote that I saw, and maybe one of you can correct me, but it might have come from Jamie Carragher, who said, there's a lot of players in the Spurs team... Squad that are in their second season and still look like they're in their first season, it's almost like when are they going to step up? Well, my answer to that would be that
0: they're, it's a completely new system that they're for to be playing, so it's essentially a first season for the entire squad
1: because yeah, we're, Pochettino's
5: we're, way of playing is very different from that of just Chelsea. feels like we're transitioning into another transition because we're going to bring more players in next season. You could argue our, our style hasn't been cemented yet, you can, you know, what he wants. He, he's, he has mentioned at some point this season, in a very subtle way, that he doesn't think he's got the players that could probably fit the his philosophy. I think in a
0: response to that would be that he there is now backroom staff that will buy players who can fit into that system rather than just buying seven yeah, players. This who, is what we're hoping for. Well, right? we can it's, it's We'll see, won't we? Right
1: then, <laughs> <fucking yeah>. <laughs> stop <laughs> giving him responses.
0: Stop me them.
5: back on then. <laughs> <laughs> to come on and rant if you're just going to
0: shut me down. No. <laughs> I'm just telling you what the people are thinking at home. No, it's fine. <laughs> i, I it. It was
3: It was kind of difficult to assess how good we were because Newcastle was so bad as well and I think... They were awful. I, I was sort of saying during the match yesterday they, it was the perfect fixture for us because they were so nervous and tentative in front of their home fans. Well, not even a full crowd of their home fans due to the boycott. They felt like... I mean, as bad as we think we've been, Newcastle are horrific at the moment. They've got some terrible footballers. Mike Williamson at centre back is one of the worst defenders I've seen <laughs> in the Premier League. He's, he's hopeless. He's fucking rubbish. And uh, Anita was playing at left back. He was dreadful as well. And and it kind of it was perfect for our players. It was just what they needed—a little pick me up going into the end of the season when their heads were down and and they were struggling a little bit for confidence. And there were some good signs. I mean, we we're talking about Poliño. One really positive aspect of Poliño was his corners. His cor- his set pieces—the mm. best set pieces. We've or best corners we've seen at Spurs all season, and I think that's partly because he almost doesn't try too hard. Whereas Ericsson really tries to put them in flat and hard, and that's quite a difficult technique to achieve. Palina just puts them into an area and hopes for the best, and it works really well. Well, it's a lot of averages, isn't it? Exactly, eventually it's going to pay off. And and I thought Bentaleb had a really positive game. He was given a lot more freedom. And as he broke forward, he he picked out a couple of lovely through balls. One was like a little scoop pass over the top, and then one was a slide rule through ball. Mm. And that kind of reminded me of how he played for the under-21s, where he was given more licence to go forward. And that's something I'd love to see next year if we get a defensive midfielder in, to kind of free up Bentaleb to to push on a little bit more, and and we'll see more of him in the attacking third. So overall, I was really happy with the performance. I thought we we did a good job as a team. Um, Chadley got a goal, which he's, he's badly needed. And... L- L- Lamella played.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great to see Lamella play. Obviously, he didn't have a great game, but I think we have to stick by him because we have to see if he's worth hanging on to. It's uh,
1: it's a strange one with even Lamella for me, and you know, everyone knows how much of, of a, a fan I am of him, or how much I wanted him to succeed is probably a, a better way of putting it. But even for the goal, I just, it, it doesn't, something doesn't look right to me with him. Like, I, I've seen Lamella. Which, so a player like him, when for for, for 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 Kane's goal, to get the ball at his feet, head down and break him with pace, pace with the ball, he doesn't actually seem to have that, does he? It's. I am struck. I, I'm starting to genuinely feel that the, the Premier League just might not be the place for him. I'm su- not saying he's not a good player. But what
0: you're doing is you're convincing yourself of something that we all know and have accepted at the
1: beginning of the season. Yeah, but there's always that chance yeah. that I could be the one, I could be in Windy's position <laughs> is with Kane now, yeah. like next year. So I'm not going to jeopardize that. In Windy's place. case, if you
0: throw enough of enough mud, <laughs> some sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: I throw more at the man. Yeah, um, is something.
1: Is, um, I think yeah, but it's I think you're right. He's, other than what else can who else can go can go in there now, I, I don't see the downside of just giving him these five games now. But, no. You know, it either puts him in a shot window or it or it gives us um, a definition either way of what we're going to do with him. And, and
3: in fairness, we should probably do the same with Paulinho. I mean, I've been I've been the biggest critic of Paulinho, mm. but if if he puts in performances like that it doesn't suddenly justify the crazy price we paid for him which is obviously isn't his fault um but it, it kind of if he performs like that he's a he's a squad member who's probably worth keeping um so it might be worth just giving him the rest of the season as well
0: which is exactly the opposite of what we were saying or what most Spurs fans were saying that get him out get him he's not good enough he's a, he's a klutz he's terrible and actually he's not terrible he's just Poor. slightly better <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Jake Livermore with a Brazilian name Yeah, yeah pretty much um, yeah, They were their first away goals since uh, Man United and to score three away in any um, Premier League game is, is a diff- difficult thing to do and should give us confidence going into Southampton, Man City and Stoke but we'll see uh, but Yeah, but A quick note, because we talked last week about the pro- um, protests at Newcastle and uh, that was probably the most enjoyable part of the podcast last week. I really enjoyed it. You liked it well. Um, that sounded really patronising and condescending, <laughs> but I, I honestly didn't mean it that way. It was really good. Um, but, th- I mean, the fact that it happened, and it was notable, there, I would say, I mean, the official crowd was 47,000 from Newcastle. That's what he said. There was no way there was 47,000. Estimates are that there was about
3: 30,000.
0: Yeah. There? there was
3: a lot of empty seats. I mean, there's huge pictures amount. going around Taylor and Bestie, um, who do their own... Podcast about Newcastle, they tweeted a picture out and it looked like there was a lot of empty seats there. So, you know, fair play to Newcastle fans. That's yeah, pretty absolutely. Un- what a unusual part- thing to have seen. Well, what's done. Re-
0: really unusual is Sky. Um, announced it, or, yeah. or sorry, they mentioned it on, on their commentary and the fact that it's making inroads into mainstream media who, it's not
3: in their best interest. It's not in Sky's best interest in, in order to talk about boycotts. And Jamie Carragher had a proper old rant about it at the end of the game <laughs> as well. Yeah, he was seen yeah. perfect. He, he, he was brilliant. He just sort of said, um, what's Mike Ashley ever done for the fans kind of thing. It was. It was I was surprised that he was what, what having we'll, a bit
0: of a pop. What we'll find is when it's about an issue that's to do with ticket prices or if it's um, about... Uh, moving fixtures to do
5: with TV. Yeah, you never yeah, yeah, yeah. see it. Yeah, you won't. Yeah. Won't be spoken about.
1: I did find it strange though when Carragher started going on, on his rant and talking about oh, you know, <coughs> of all the money that the TV, you know, people coming into this game because of the TV deals that we're now getting. I'm like, well, I've done a minute. You're sat in a studio yeah, yeah. that is the, is is the, the you know, hub, the, the beacon <laughs> and the, the hub of this problem. This is the problem. So uh, I it. I took a lot, a bit of it with a pinch of salt because I thought, well, how can you talk as passionately in inverted commas about what you're saying?" It is hypocritical. Whilst you're sat in that chair with that suit on. What they can't do is, they
0: kind of. What they do is separate issues when the fact it's all part of the same yeah. issue. And then the fact that the modern game is, and not a good place for football fans. It's, it's a good place for agents. It's a good place for managers and players and chairman. But for football fans, it's about as bad as it could be. Mm. Um, but. Uh, but I was, the problem with the mainstream media especially is that they like i said they can't separate they they do separate problems that are part of the same issue and I was listening to talk sport and they were talking about it had Mark Zagas was talking to some geezer from the premier league it's waxing lyrical about the joys of the premier league and what um what that that uh, what they've brought to the game and how they've changed the England game in order to make it what it is today. And then last week he was talking about ticket prices and how bad, uh, how high they are. And I'm like, are you, you're not that stupid. And that's actually worse. You're not stupid enough to realise what you're doing. You realise what you're doing and you're still saying that because yeah. you're getting paid. What you should be doing is saying, fuck them, I'm not
1: doing this. I'm not talking to this prick. Because if you genuinely care about the fans, you wouldn't be doing it. And that's the main problem right there, and that's why things in, in that aspect of it won't change until someone does that. Mm.
0: Well, do you remember that... Do you remember that um, Matthew Saeed, uh, he's a... Is it Telegraph or Times? Times. Times uh, journalist. Oh, I thought he said Masasa Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. Sure that'd be more relevant, to me. Yeah, uh, yeah Ma- Matthew is a journalist for the Times, and they invited him on Sky Sports on a day that they were celebrating 10 years of Roman Abramovich. And I don't think GM White expected what was about to come out of Matthew Saeed's mouth. It's beautiful. You can find it on YouTube. And basically, Matthew Saeed's talking about Abramovich and all the, all the football stuff and everything he's done for Chelsea. And he listed categorically why Abramovich is an awful human being. All about how he got his money, how how um, assets uh, or gas essentially was t- uh, that was owned by the Russian people was bought at a minimum price uh, in, in order to privatise it. And then he was taken over as the Chelsea boss in order to raise his profile for many reasons I'm not going to go into now but check it out on YouTube it's fantastic and what was brilliant is Jim White was flustering over his words <laughs> he was like "Yeah, but, he's he's doing, that, it, but let's remove this let's, let's just keep
5: it about football and Matthew's like you can't remove this yeah, about football yeah. people have fucking died You don't want to talk about football. It's like Kirsty Gallagher as well, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. that was. He destroyed it. He destroyed it. Absolutely destroyed it.
0: Because Sky Sports brought in a genuine journalist. Someone who would actually talk about things as they are, not to to feed an agenda or to toe a line. Anyway, we've digressed slightly. (laughs) You've got all good on uh, Newcastle. Yeah, fair play to him. You know, and it shows that boycotts can work, and they very rarely, rarely do. And it takes an issue, a huge issue, in order to unite people. But it was fantastic to see, and it was very, very quiet. I was going to say,
1: it worked, didn't it? Because, all right, you might see, because it was such a vast stadium and, and, you know, it wasn't massively obvious that there was loads of empty seats, unless you are familiar with watching that ground and hearing what that ground... I mean, I was watching it on silent because the father-in-law was watching Superbikes, so I had to watch it on silent. <laughs> um, Superbikes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't even Superbikes, was like GP3, like 15-year-olds going around in laps, but anyway. Um, but and then when I did turn it on, was like, it, it was hugely, hugely subdued, and... And I think, like I said, that's why they almost had to talk about it, and they had no choice but to, but to bring it. Up. Could you imagine Sky Sports
0: selling a product
1: if that was the atmosphere?
0: Exactly. The only people you could hear were Spurs fans, uh, and, and for, for you know for good reason. But they they can't package that. Sky Sports can't package that. And and actually, I'm going to stop ranting. Yeah. Uh, this is boring for <laughs> preach, people. Preach, brother. Preach. Anyway, uh, on a, on a lighter note, um, we thought with uh, UKIP making waves on the uh, political. <laughs> Landscape Christ, We've, we thought it'd be funny if we could come up with Spurs' UKIP 11. Oh, Jesus
3: Christ, <laughs> this is great timing after Katie Hopkins' neo Nazi oh, rant God. in the sun
0: this week. Fuck her in the arse. Mm. fucking, just the hate
3: worst. Her so. Anyway, she is, she is, but she, you
0: know, whatever. Um, yeah, so anyway, Spurs', <laughs> Spurs UKIP 11. So, who would you have in goal? for some reason? I think Bobby Mims. Ian Walker. Ian Walker. Ian
5: Walker? Yeah, yeah he's got that Aryan Blond, type. Of. Hair. Yeah.
0: Blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. We're not comparing UKIP to um, neo Nazis or Nazis yeah, at all. Maybe. maybe yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, let's just run through them uh, Dean Austin. Dean Austin.
1: Stuart Nevercott. 100%. Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott. Definitely. <laughs> uh, and David Kerslake. <laughs>
5: Like, Are you just brand? picking like really shit defenders <laughs> no, no, for no, the no. I fucking love
1: Dean Austin. That, that, that game against United when we beat him 4-1 that little flick uh, to put a ball over for Judas's goal uh, changed my life. I was only I was 10 years old then. Changed my life that little flick. And
0: he doesn't have to justify his reasons. Okay. Like, All All right. Yeah,
3: fuck off. Right. Justify right. it. Uh, uh, and in midfield? Well you could go through at the back and have Michael Dawson at centre back as well. Yeah, Dawson,
0: definitely. Yeah, Yorkshire, yeah. it?
3: Yeah, Northern. <laughs>
0: actually, York, they actually broke Labour up there actually. That's true. So that, that wouldn't work. We're taking Dawson Dawson's out. Dawson's out. Yeah. All right. Uh, in midfield. Uh, Rule Fox. <laughs> Are you trolley? Do <laughs> you know sometimes they, they do. Mm, yeah, all right, let's carry on. Anderson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we want to get him on the pod, Anderson. Oh, yeah, we, we do, no, yeah. I love Shaggy. Yeah. Um, in midfield. I run
3: you reckon, yeah, Gaza's got to be in there. The,
0: the, 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 I mean, out of all of the midfielders I can think of, he'd be most likely to vote UKIP. I think.
3: I've got Jamie O'Hara and uh, <laughs> whoa, yeah, and, and, and Peter Beadle. <laughs> Wasn't he a striker? <laughs> I think he played yeah. number ten. Uh, <laughs> I
1: think probably. I think you need to put Andy Sinton in there Sinton because left he left looks left like. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, Beadle very... actually play for us?
3: I think he did play a couple of games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus, sad, Peter Beadle. <laughs> I, I thought of Andy Sinton because he looks like someone that could. Do atrocious, atrocious things, but be very quiet. <laughs> uh, and Darren Caskey. Yes, yeah, I saw so yeah. him
3: punch someone against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent yeah. off for it. I don't know yeah. how many players
0: that is, but what uh, if we had to pick one striker? Uh, Andy Booth.
1: I, I was, I was going to say Andy Booth. <laughs> he looks like a nasty piece of work. Yeah. he wants to be. The yeah.
3: other option, of course, is Harry. That slick back hair, blue yeah, eyes. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they would yeah, love one. him, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? He
0: yeah. has made bad decisions in the past. We've made it clear. Yeah.
5: Feeling quite uncomfortable as the only ethnic on the pod. the
1: <laughs> fact you haven't said anything it makes yeah, us feel uncomfortable. This was the worst idea
3: of a session. I think it is T's
1: Keep this to our right, group.
0: Andy Booth is captain of UKIP Spurs 11. <laughs> all right, that's it. Right, Windy <laughs> returns with his Youth Update. We haven't listened to it yet. Actually, you sent. Uh, Kay sent you a little message saying,
1: that <laughs> oh, "Yeah, he did. Didn't your yeah. services won't be
3: required anymore." Yeah, <laughs> Bit th- hard. thanks for outdoing me, mate. As, did it hurt, uh, hurt your feelings? No, no, no. no I, I enjoyed it all uh, very much. I thought it, it's just it was just so funny that so many people contacted me to say, "Love for our youth up Three years, three years. <laughs> and, and what people just realised?
0: I didn't write any of it. All I did was just really. Properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Wendy wrote the lot. What are you biting no,
3: right? It was <laughs> awesome, I loved
0: it. it was... I'm just trying to say
1: that I didn't put any work in. Oh I see, right. I thought you were just to see craft.
0: Wendy, now <laughs>
4: Yeah. Wendy back to the fucking knowledge black. I see you, i
3: got your back. Wendy. the window. Hi, this is Wendy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off the loan players, Lewis Holby played 90 minutes in defensive midfield as Hamburg lost 1-0 to Werder Bremen. Tom Carroll is expected to be out for another month through injury. Aaron Lennon played 90 minutes for Everton as they beat Burnley 1-0. Ryan Fredericks wasn't involved in Middlesbrough, but he has recovered from injury now. Alex Pritchard played 61 minutes and scored again as Brentford drew 2-2 against Bolton. His goal was a clinical finish at the back post following a counter-attack. Grant Hall was missing for Blackpool through injury. Milis Velkovic is still missing for Charlton, having dislocated his shoulder. Jordan Archer was an unused sub for Millwall. Delhi Ali played 90 minutes and scored the last goal of the game as MK Dons beat Leighton Orient 6-1. His goal was a classic curling effort from the edge of the box. Dominic Ball played 90 minutes as Cambridge beat Mansfield 3-1. Nathan Ottawa wasn't involved for Luton. I gather he's got a hamstring injury and has returned to Spurs for treatment. Thomas Algemelt wasn't involved for Bari. Grant Ward played the whole match for the Coventry as they drew 0-0 at Bristol City. Shaq Cawthurst played the whole match for York as they lost 1-0 at Shrewsbury. And finally, Bongani Kamalo played 90 minutes as Colchester drew 2-all with Scunthorpe United. Our under-18 side beat a youthful Man City team 4-1 at Hotspur Way on Saturday afternoon. The City side was rotated ahead of their FA Youth Cup final against Chelsea, but ours was a young team too. Kaziah Sterling scored twice, Anton Walks got one and Ryan Loft also scored in a comprehensive win. Our Under-21 side featuring Etienne Capoue lost 3-1 to Liverpool at White Hart Lane on Friday. Will Miller scored our only goal, a consolation at 3-0 down. Hugo Ekiog said after the match, It was really disappointing. We gifted the goals away with poor decision-making at the back. We used some choice phrases after the game and the biggest thing is the players now have to learn from it. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at Wendy Koys. That's coys for Come On You Spurs. Second half of the Fine Got
0: Podcast. Thank you, gentlemen.
3: Very good time so far. Thank
0: you, Wendy. What's your. I haven't listened to your update. What's it like?
3: Um, Yeah, it was all right. I I was in a bit of a hurry yesterday, so I didn't really go into much detail, but. I kind of if I had more time I might have said how well Lennon played for Everton. I know Alex has been enjoying Lennon's
1: performances. You you Actually, I've got a little stick for this. I need to set it, I'll let you finish and then I'm no, gonna no, set no, you, go you straight. Go <laughs> on, go on. Just, just, just
3: go on. The thing that's been annoying me a little bit is how many people have been sort of cr- craving Lennon back in the squad, kind of almost forgetting how Lennon's been for the last two or three years and I said on Twitter yesterday that Lennon's got an almost unparalleled ability to get you off your seat and then instantly put you back on it he's that kind of player the where he makes something happen and then stops it happening yeah. <laughs> because his final ball has always been lacking and it's never really developed but I mean he, he's doing he's doing well for Everton and he kind of he, he could serve a purpose in our squad but it would stop us trying out Lamella probably for yeah. example
1: that's the only thing I was saying I agree with you the only thing I was saying yesterday was I just found that it was it was almost nice to see him actually taking players on again, which is my main criticism of what it's always been. Saying, "Well, I'd, I'd let him go back into the squad if he actually did what got us all so excited." Doesn't in that the first say, place.
0: say something about how he's being managed at Spurs? Well, this thing? is what this is what my point
1: was. Yeah, yeah. And then when he got angry, was like, "I've got to say some up, sum <laughs> <laughs> <S-some> up." <laughs> fuck it's All not right. even
0: English alright fuck off <laughs> uh, yeah I mean my dad was saying the same thing when he was in the pub Lennon get him back in and it's such a simplistic way to look at things yeah. but sometimes football is simple and Lennon's main ability if not his only ability is beating players with his speed and quickness and he can do it even at I mean he's 28 but he kind of plays like someone who's like 32, 33 It certainly did when he was at Spurs I was surprised he was so young to be honest um but if it, it, if if we were playing a system that enabled right wingers or left wingers to, to stick to the touchline and get down to the to the line and to cross in, then you could understand Lennon being brought back in and giving him.
1: But he like wasn't doing that for Everton. That's what he was doing. No, that, you know, but that's what my point was. He was cutting inside and he was he was he was trying different things. He was just being a lot more direct. And I just said I turned I said to my to my mate I said well I don't. Why is he doing this now? Why wasn't he doing this for us? And that's why I said. And I put on Twitter, you know, is it how he's being coached? Is it that he's just found a manager and a system that is working
3: for I think he also quite he suits a team that doesn't have the majority of possession. So a team that plays more on the counter. That's and, a good point. And yeah. could just carry the ball forwards, like when the other team's committed players. And he he won a penalty. It should have actually been a free kick. Um, he got fouled just on just outside the box, but the referee gave the penalty, and he was just driving straight down the yeah. middle of the pitch at, at, at full speed. And that was it. Kind of. It reminded us of a little bit of what we had seen from Lennon all those years ago when he was when he was young. But like Flav says, he's played like a much older player. His main benefit has been protecting the fullback, And there is a legitimate call for saying, you know, while Walker's had this rough patch, Lennon would have been a useful player to have protecting him. But do, do we really want to step back three or four years? Probably not. I mean, I'm happier to let Walker ride out the rough patch, or, or not now he's injured, yeah. um, and actually give Lamela a go and see what he can do for the rest of the season. How do
0: you think Dyer did it right
3: back over to Fine, yeah, he was... Is it Kirrakesh? Kirrakesh. Kirrakesh, my bad. Mm. Yeah, Dio Dio was fine, he didn't really get forward too much, pretty functional display, but he didn't get beat too many times. He Gave the ball
1: away a few times, though, didn't he? He, Trying to play direct passes and things like that, maybe trying to be a bit more adventurous than perhaps what he is usually. Defensively, we've looked really suspect, and I think we were relatively strong. And, and the, the goal.
0: Newcastle's
3: front line was
1: horrific. Yeah, they yeah. were. But Fazio and Vertonghen, when they had their spell together before, was better. It, it was, much better it was it. wasn't it? And yeah. Fazio, Fazio actually started. You know, got on the end of a couple of corners, and it was. It, you know, there was a, a bit of encouragement. I thought. I, I, I want my, our best defensive pairing is Fazio and Vertonghen. I think it might be. By, by I,
3: I think long term it's Vertonghen and Dia, but I I don't mind Fazio. I think he's got a mistake in him, and I think that's. For all his dominance in the air, although perhaps not against Benteke, he, he he has got an error in him, and he's he he worries me with the ball at his feet. And I know mostly he's fine with the ball at his feet, but he occasionally does something, and it, it makes you think. It gives you the enemy Gardner. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't feel your confidence if you were the. Well, Fazio
0: has catastrophic error in him, absolutely. But but given his age and his his kind of immaturity as a defender his errors are positional. Yeah. And they're as damaging. And it can be, yeah. uh, Certainly walkers have been. He, it's all down to his position uh, and the goals we conceded recently when he was in the team. And while Fazio does have errors in him, we saw against uh, Fiorentina how bad that that can be at times. That's no less an error than some, a defender being out of position that creates a goal. It's just less evident. Um
1: I like it It's entertainment
0: That's yeah. why I love it's I def- brilliant I, I, I think as it stands Fazio and Vertonghen Should be starting For the rest of the season
3: I would definitely keep Fazio next year There's been talk, Some people have been saying Get rid of He's not up to the Premier League But I, I would definitely Keep him I think as a backup At the very least If league.
0: Dawson is Then he is Yeah, yeah. Definitely Alright uh, let's move on To Southampton it's, uh, Obviously they've been playing Above their station um, I think they're 14th in the Premier League in terms of wa- wage expenditure. And Sporting Intel did a uh, an article based on how much a team spends on wages, depending on uh, which basically states where they're going to end up in, in the league, which is something we've talked about on the pod before. Um, and Southampton are the only ones that are really bucking the trend. Everyone else, more or less, is falling into line. That said, they've not been fantastic over the last month or so. Um, they lost at the weekend, and obviously it's a good time for them to come back and play a team that's of similar ilk. Do if you, you compare the, the the two first 11s between Spurs and, and Southampton, you'd say ours on paper is much superior, but they seem to have a different kind of,
5: I fuck knows what they have, but they've overperformed this season. Do you, do you, OK, right, OK, let's do this. Windy obviously has seen Southampton a lot more than I have. So that's probably a good starting point. <laughs> <laughs> um, <but laughs> so like we've, we've the way I see it, because I, I, I kind of like to leave the, the, the tactics and, and the stats and the rest of it to people that have got a keen interest in it, a lot of the time I look at things from a... I don't know if philosophical is the right word for it, but Southampton sold all their, their star players and you immediately think they're doomed. Bringing a manager, and you think you know we were interested in him you know is he going to take to the Premier League in a good way sometimes I think there 's this like this momentum that that it happens like with Harry Kane and with, with other players it just it just happens out of nothing, although there is something there to support it in this case, they probably had better players in the squad that we didn 't focus on because everyone was looking at all these star players that have been sold for millions and everyone immediately thinks, oh, they've got nothing left now, where in reality they've possibly got a, a, a stronger squad and obviously and bringing the ethic, right... Yeah, yeah the, the team ethic, which is an important thing and maybe not a philosophy, but maybe structure there that can support players coming in and, and, and playing a role and not being disjointed well, as opposed to getting massacred and losing key players but what,
0: you, what you've got to remember is when a footballer gets to the stage where they can play in the Premier League these generally are good well, footballers. you have to, yeah, you have to be you even to.
5: Uh, Bramble arguably yeah, yeah. say
0: even you know with his and, and if you get a bunch or. of Premier League footballers together working and understanding a way of playing then it doesn't matter how bad they were previously if it works in the current system then they're good enough and a good example what just going to what yeah, you said yeah. uh, Spook was uh, Chamberlain was not Chamberlain, sorry. Yeah, Chambers was sold to Arsenal for sixteen million. Southampton, knowing full well they had a better right
5: back uh, yeah. available in Klein. You've mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah. and and, and, and that. I completely
0: pla- agree. An understanding of your squad and the capabilities and uh, and the potential within it is
5: but, crucial. But, and, and hopefully Mitchell was, will bring that to top. Well oh, that's what we're hoping for. Because if if the players at Southampton are he signed, There's always been a bit of a debate about that. And I don't know it, the the ins and outs, but. But windy, do you think it's partly to do with the unknown quantity for the rest of the Premier League and moment, momentum? Do you think they're going to get found out just over the let's say forget this season now because everyone's playing on half empties? But when we get to next season, like, do, are they going to need to add to this squad? Because I still feel that it's, it's just momentum that's carried them, and a lot of people saying, why hasn't uh, Pochettino done the same thing for Tottenham? Do you know what I mean? And we can, we know why he hasn't done that because look got our fucking squad in <laughs> competitive. no philosophy, no structure, no foundations. Play, marquee players have been brought in to to replace Gareth Bale, th- chucked in. Nobody would be able to make a team out of that. And, and Pochettino has
0: done well, in my opinion, based on the the, the, the difficulties coming into the yeah. into the team. Yeah. He's actually done well to stamp. His oh, without doubt,
5: I'll, I'll, people forget that. So the the too long didn't read version of what I just said. Is how much of it is down to internal structure at Southampton, and how much do you think is just the momentum of unexpected? You know, yeah. Go on. I think put that on your plate and eat it. I'll
3: give it a uh, uh, okay, yeah. go.
5: Um, Draw your
0: picture. If there's, you want. A, there's
3: a few things that have, that's worked well for them this year. So it's kind of hard to, to judge until the end of next season, I think. But there's a few things that's worked well this year. Firstly, they've A lot of their players hit the ground running, a lot of the players they brought in, which is the exact opposite thing to what we had when we brought in all those new players. I mean, at the start of the season, Pella, Tadic and and Mane were instantly great and Older Weireld, who... (laughs) has been a bit of an underrated hero for them this year it was fantastic and that's helped them they've also then had players go on and off form at just the right time so as soon as one goes off form another steps up so Pella had his dip but he's now come back just as the rest of the team have kind of stopped scoring uh, Shane Long had a l- little couple of week purple patch Ward Prowse has played well for the end, towards the end of the season I like him
0: yeah he's highly regarded yeah, yeah. and,
3: and, and Tadic started the season really well and he's done very little since but Marnay's had his fits and starts as well so they've they've just had that Maybe this, the rotation has helped, probably, and, and not playing in the Europa League obviously has probably helped them. In terms of long-term prospects, the thing that bows well is their youth system. They've got more young players coming through. Kuman hasn't arguably been as brave with them as um, Pochettino was with with the young players that he brought through. But that I mean, there are some talented young players under the surface. are their academies. Fucking brilliant! Yeah, really. you know,
1: it's the last what few years. It's but it's because, it's because they've stuck. They have a plan of how they want the club to operate and how they want these players to be introduced and and, and used within the first team, and that is part of a DNA of the club now. The same as Swansea now. Ever you know, since uh, when Roberto Martinez first started there, they they have an identity, they have a plan. So that would <laughs> know what type of manager they want because it's part of the DNA of the club. And it helped I mean Swansea is a is a different story I and mean, we won't get into that, but the you know meteoric rise really when you look at it, mm. it's because the teams that seem to have this, whether it's with your youth academy, whether it's with your style of play or whether it's through success, there is a pattern and there's a DNA of a club is that it's it stuck to. easier though to do
5: that at a club like Southampton and Swansea than it is at Tottenham yeah. where we seem to be this Club in limbo where we're not quite—we're a big club, but we're not quite rich enough to compete with the rich clubs. Therefore, we have to buy players and sell them on for millions, and that's 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 where the emphasis is transfer-wise. Yeah. It's a lot easier to become from poor to average or to above <coughs> average than it is
0: become good to great. Yeah. It's a lot easier, a lot, a lot harder. To get into the
5: Champions League, they'll be then, more more patient at a club like Southampton as well.
0: They're going to be more, yeah, exactly. Been, remember, three or four years ago, they're in League One.
5: Yeah,
0: and and the same as Swansea, they, mm. they were in God knows where they were. They?
1: But then you say you say that about um, about how easy is it for, for a club like Tottenham to do that? That's essentially what Manchester United did. Manchester United, were, there was a there was a floundering element of it. They need there needed to be a DNA put back into the club of how that club was going to run and how it was going to run for the
5: next
1: 5-10 years and that's essentially what Ferguson did he put a stamp on it that this is how it's going to work and this is the pattern that we're going to follow.
5: To be be fair we've accidentally found our way into heading towards that DNA thing because of the promoted players that we've got at Tottenham over the last couple of seasons and the emphasis on youth and the academy and whatever else so maybe with this coach as well we we might be able to replicate something like that but that word consistency is
1: well, probably the, for years and years, isn't it? The the, the C word <laughs> yeah, that's true. That I just... think what was Winnie said, just sorry just one thing, what Winnie said about being a beacon, Kane being a beacon for, for the youth team now. That's gonna be part <laughs> of it now. So that people like the Pritchards and, and people like that that perhaps will be looking at next season and think, right, well this is gonna be my time. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it now. That is what I think we're leading towards towards yes. our DNA club. And I think if that's stuck to, which it sounds that that's the plan. Then you know we'll see.
3: I think there's a lot of praise has been given to Adkins and Potatino and um, now Cummin as well for what they've achieved at Southampton. But the kind it seems like the person behind a lot of what they've achieved is Les Reed, who was yeah. a terrible football manager, that was brought in <laughs> as their head of football development in 2010. <clears throat> so he's overseen a lot of the upward turn, and I'm sure there were things in place. We know the academy was in place before then. But it, he kind of he seems to link the whole thing together and i think that's what you need at a club you need someone regardless of the, the coach because we know that coaches are going to come and go you need a constant there you need someone there to maintain that consistency whether spurs have that individual in place not 100% sure and maybe there's an appointment there to be to be made was Le- les reed Yes, what was did it, I say? It, it, no, 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 you said it right. But I thought I was I said off, Lou Reed
0: or something for a second. <laughs> <I, laughs> you yeah. I, I might say Lou Reed. Yeah. yeah. Pike
1: Reed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got it, <laughs> <laughs> Um... No, but he, he what role, if, he, if he's so important at Southampton, what role, is he, did he have what Sherwood did?
3: I, that's what I think he does. Because
0: Sherwood was a mainstay for a long time, he did that, that job there and was kind of behind the scenes and evidently doing a fantastic job at Tottenham.
3: It's the kind of coordinator that links it all together, that, yeah. and I think you're right, there probably is so who's, overlap. Who, who's but we didn't doing see anything
1: now? from Sherwood, sorry if I no,
3: no, no, you're right. Um, who's doing that role now? Who knows? So
0: it, there's no one directly. I mean, replaced. Is,
3: does Baldini do elements of that possibly? Isn't he on gardening? He is now, supposedly. Is yeah. this true? Well, yeah. Apparently, from
0: everything that's out there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is and it ba- Marco the newspaper? To do with financial irregularity?
3: Well, that's
0: probably
1: stretching it slightly. Like, yeah. I think it was more to do with with um, what essentially what was going on in some of the articles have seen before. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to do with being shit. Yeah, well done. So whoever went in there, went you're you're shit. <laughs> And, go and tend your garden. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, I, I cut. Yeah, so who, who, no-one's replaced Sherwood.
3: Not as far as I I'm sure some of his responsibilities have been picked up by other individuals, I'm yeah. sure of that, but I, do, I don't know who does what. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really know exactly what Sherwood did. I just know there were... From reading interviews, you kind of got in- insights into little bits of his job and I knew that he was arranging loans, I knew that he was involved in promoting players from the academy to the first team when he felt they were ready, in conjunction with John McDermott, who I think is a crucial figure at Spurs as well, yeah. who's the head of the academy. But yeah, um, I'm sure Reed's role is something that will grow in football. Um, I'm sure that, that position is going to become more and more important as, as things go on.
0: One final bit on Southampton. I think that what they did well, given the fact they sold all these players, is kept the, the key individual that made them tick actually, yeah, Smidlin, who's a, much better than I thought he was he's he, a
3: gem of he's, he's
0: incredible he's so good and I can't see us signing him now I hope with all my heart we do um, and his links with Pochettino and Mitchell I'd imagine would mean that we'd ha- we're in with a chance but there's other players he's that good that other teams are going to be sniffing around him what was you going to say?
5: Oh, too good to be true I think after the hype during the uh, summer I think we'd have had a, the, the an even better season. An even better season if, if Schneiderlin would, would, would have joined Spurs. Well he's the type of player that we, we miss. I mean, like you, you look back, Scott Parker His first
1: did, season.
5: Yeah. yeah, he did he did a particular job that allowed others to, to, to be more expressive and go about their business. Luka Modric not the same type of player, but my point is that there's a key element in the midfield. Whereas at the minute we've got a couple of young lads who are potentially future key elements or mo- maybe one of them will be and the rest is kind of like a yeah. mishmash of 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 potential and a mishmash of uh players seeking an identity and that's what we, th- it's been a season of spurs really seeking an identity and I don't th- I think we know what it should be but just not close enough to it at the minute yeah. to really you know if you said right now Line up for next season, I mean, give or take signings that are coming. I mean, you just wouldn't, you wouldn't know where to start. It's from the defence, even with a goalkeeper, you worry what might happen. Mm. You is Loris still injured, or is it wrong well, just starting now? He's probably on his medical with Madrid at the
3: minute. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> you can imagine.
3: I mean, Ko- Koeman probably will get manager of the year, year I would have thought. I mean, Ain't unless Dice keeps Burnley up, then he might challenge him, but they've really punched above their weight. Southampton. It yeah, seems incredible. Pardew is
1: being just is like as if it's being marketed just for him. what What's he been saying? Well, no, just just things like on just pundits on Sky and, and things like that. It just seems everything seems to be based around what amazing job he's done. Yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised done... if I'd be surprised if Koeman, if Koeman got it. I thought mm. I thought Palace were down. When, pa- when, Pardew, when... I mean,
3: it's a fair point. Pardieu has done a great job, mm. but I think. Southampton. The way they've played, the style of football, and the fact that he knitted together so many players so quickly.
0: After what happened in exactly, the summer. I
3: mean, there were, he was tweeting, wasn't he? Preseason yeah. um, pictures of one player on the training pitch, that kind of thing. And, and now look at them. Where they've what they've achieved. They've been quite lucky as well that they haven't had that many injuries, which helps. Okay, uh, we've got, do you want to do uh, predictions? Should we just knock that off? Should we? Should we never do predictions? <laughs> <again? laughs> never do predictions again. I, th- I think we'll, we'll probably do all right against Southampton. Actually, I think. Yeah. They weren't great against Stoke, and they were quite vulnerable from set pieces, but then loads of teams are against Stoke. So yeah. I, I, what I was going to say is maybe uh, if Paulinho whips in a few more of his corners, we might knob one in, you never know. He's, he's, he's he's
0: gonna st- nod. He's going to start... Nod.
3: i sorry. D- Andy scored with his cock once this season.
0: Andy else scored with his cock once as well. It's good. Maybe we'll <laughs> knob one in. Good, I, I hope so. I'm, I wouldn't be <laughs> quite Knob one in. Harry
3: Kane wins Golden Boot with, the, with his penis. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a picture.
0: There's a picture of Harry Kane walking along when we always when Spurs play in all white kid with white shorts essentially accentuate the knob. And uh, B- Bale played in white shorts when he crossed for uh, C- uh, Crouch to score against Inter Milan, and you can see the whole of his knob. They could see it all. I mean, I actually know how big he is, and he's big. He's a big boy, and so is Kane. He's a big boy, and so he should use that that advantage that he has other men on the pitch
2: to don't score more side, goals.
0: <laughs> could you imagine if he got offside? <laughs>
5: and, and they're
0: looking at it, he, yeah, he's not be offside. Yeah. And be like, I we don't could, We could sing the Ozil song for Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah. you're is offside. Excellent. Um, anyway, Spurs uh, have announced... Premier League opponents for the MLS All-Stars. Pochettino previously said he didn't want Spurs to be travelling too much in the pre-season. We're already scheduled to play in Malaysia. Um, how, how do you feel about this? I think it... If I can start... Go on. It, it's just that product of... What, yes, oh, without a doubt. What a game is it? like Branded, li- mate. Pochettino might go, might go into Levy's office and say... Yeah, what the fuck are we going to America and Malaysia for in one pre-season? I want and to pay Stevenage away! Levy Kose... Steve e. goes, <laughs> Le- you, you want your 80 grand a week wages, do you? Yeah, you, you enjoy that? We can take a cut in... Convince all the players to take a cut in wages, then we don't have to fucking go to America I mean, or I, Malaysia. I
5: love when, when this story broke and um, Twitter went into a meltdown <laughs> did it, did it? of epic proportions. I love like, it, I love it when that happens. And it was like, people started ranting about... How th- this is like the the end of the the, the football club almost. It's like, you know, we're we, we're we're going to America. That's another season ruined. How can we prepare for the season if we're away playing these exhibition games and you know we're we're supposedly playing by Munich. Um, Real Madrid. The... That's, that's the and thing. That's, in, oh, what a
0: humiliation
3: of that. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to Build confidence.
5: is just get smashed to bits in some fucking tin pot. Uh, exactly. People say people being quite. I know we do self-deprecation better than most supporters, but yeah. I think some people take that self-deprecation to the point where they genuinely believe it. It's like why you know whether the ones out here. What's going on here? It's, what, it's just it's football. Pre-season is about preparation and conditioning. And we all know that you can have a pre-season friendly where you beat... I don't know Roma five new I <laughs> yeah and
0: say <laughs> that Windy right if we go into that competition he's by Windy. Well, windy? Uh, sorry you should have not such me. stupid fucking names that's not
1: right Like down Fluffy
3: that's
1: my surname
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is true he sent me an email the other
1: day and I had to look for about 15 minutes before I realised who it was from <laughs> <laughs> it's weird we see people's proper name yeah that's my proper name Windy isn't your proper name
2: <laughs> 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 it's,
0: it's spooky a fuck no where you got <laughs> that from? <laughs> you, you know you're you're adults now. You don't have to keep on this kind of. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. No, fair, fair play, fair play. Uh, yeah, but if you was going into this this season competition and we managed to win it against Real Madrid, fucking Paris Saint Germain, AC Milan, whoever else fucking pricks are in that competition, <laughs> we'd well, be like, we've done it. We're champions of Europe. We're going to be the best. We're going to win the league. And I'm already convinced we're going to win the league next season. Um, it's now done it, Like this, this would be one of them recordings that we play at the
1: end of next season when we're champions. With a midfield of Pritchard, Mason, <laughs> L- 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 McAvoy, <laughs> and McAvoy, uh, and uh, windy quick name one up. Townsinger, right. yeah,
5: yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's it, look. It's, <laughs> You're right. It is what it is. It's branding. It's marketing. It, it's raising our profile. It's, it's the game. Is it's it just? One, it's
1: just one game, isn't it? It's like what United and Madrid did out there. That had the, the like the like a world record. Uh, attendance, attendance, yeah. attendance. so so they've so we've been selected. Yeah, you know, it's a big, it's, it's, in terms it's of a branding, big thing it's, for the club. It is a big for from from yes. a business
5: perspective and uh, for the American supporters
1: out there. Oh, you know, we, don't, we don't have to like it, but um, in terms of if you just looked at it in the, the branding uh, for us to be for involved, anyone
0: who right, lives in America and thinks that we're being derogatory towards kind of ensuring that Spurs go over and and create a new fan base in America, you're 100 percent right. We are being derogatory towards that <laughs> because it's essentially damaging to our, our, our team and, and the development. If we're wrong and, it go, and we go over there and we gain, gain amazing amounts of confidence and the players love it, then good. I, but the fact is that that isn't what happens. And it isn't a slight on American fans or I don't uh, think Amer- American, American adopting uh, the Premier League. It isn't a slight on that. It's just the fact that it's actually detrimental to the development of... or, or
3: just the, the progress that you can make in, in pre-season? There's two things I want to add to that. Firstly, the, the, the point that annoyed me was that it was three weeks ago when Pochettino came out and made a comment about pre-season can be disruptive when you travel abroad, blah de blah, blah blah and now he's instantly towing the party line by saying how excited he is for the... Um, of course, he the has to, Yeah, but what do you want I, him to do? I just was... wish that he would have stood up... I, I, well, He'd been fucking. There were rumours, okay, that we, we didn't have a lot of choice in this, and it was a, to, to do with the Dempsey deal, and we were we'd signed up for it already. If that was the case, I can have some sympathy for Pochettino and 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 kind of see where he's coming from. But it just feels a little bit like he's he's just another yes man in a way, and I, I'd hoped he was so much more. And the other thing is, like we sort of say, it's great for the American fans, it's great for. Um, the the teams will be playing against over there and the players will find it exciting, but it's nice in pre-season to play against the smaller British teams who who need the revenue to continue to exist and we kind of give them a a big day out for them to get all their fans to. So I don't really buy into that argument. I'd I'd rather us play one more big pre-season game in England and and help support lower league football. I think Tottenham's connection with the
5: the US is massive because I, I genuinely believe that's where our buyers are coming from when and he looked to sell the club. I mean, I even even think Yedlin was bought with the American market in mind, to be really cynical about it. He he might be a talented player, but I think that's a convenient thing. It's the same with um, South African (laughs) defenders. Sorry, I'm laughing because that that was a joke. We bought this guy and he captained his country... And he thought he, he must be decent, and we never saw him in the Spurs shirt. Struggles right, to get a game for it, it, it just sometimes, you, Colchester, you, right? you do wonder about how many how many players are signed above the, the coach. He almost like you know we're going to sign this player because this is this is for this is for this is this fits the club's policy in terms of Yedlin, young, exciting, American. Bags of potential could be sold. It's, it's that same fucking post thing. Is this is what the game is now.
0: Is this is what the manager in in the top flight will understand that and okay. understand that this is what it is. It's, it's just it's cynical and it's about making money, and
3: that is the game we and, have. And that's why some fans and some American fans, obviously not all American fans, um, all of them don't get <laughs> why we're annoyed about it because they, without being disrespectful, I'm I'm saying this about some fans, not every fan they've only followed the game for a certain amount of time, so this is all they've known, and it's probably similar to American sports. Whereas for a lot of British fans who've grown up with the club and not been used to these trips over overseas to kind of build the sports base, it does feel like we're selling our soul to the devil a little bit. And that's where the, probably the clash of opinions comes. I think it's, it's
5: global. Sorry, no, I was just, just going to say it's global, mate. It's, no, a glo- it's,
3: it's
1: a global sport now, and I... It's, it's happened for years, this, this type of thing. It's, it's a, I think it's, it's getting bigger, but it's happened for years, the, Mavizelas, the Todas, the Yedlins the now was alright. an un- unfortunate amount of stick, and he's he's his confidence was shot, and he was actually a co- world class You know, you yeah. know, the
3: biggest one was when we signed uh, Klinsmann just for the German market. <laughs> 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 but it, look,
1: it's not some. Uh, it's not something that we have. That we have to like it's something that is going to happen. It's you know we can sit here pitching about it we like, but there's not really a way out of it. Yeah. I if, think what you say about Pochettino there's not there's nothing else he, he would or could have done. I don't. I'd have
3: refused refused to give the interview personally. If that was
1: well, the, uh, yeah, okay, maybe you have to put, <laughs> refuse to go. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't
2: go. I go. Send, yeah.
0: send your squad on the plane over there and just fucking manage yourself. <laughs> Kieran McKenna and his team, <laughs> <laughs> they can sort
3: it out. You go, Hjolg. <laughs>
1: How's he doing? Actually, was was he? He felt? could be that person. I was thinking when we talked about who you know potential that could, people that could take over that <laughs> and be that linchpin for everything. Someone yeah, like Hugo Okuyog or a or, uh, um, John McDermott maybe just gives a, gives a bit more
3: power. Yeah, the only thing is if if a McDermott told this told me this when I interviewed him a few years back. Why move someone out of a role they're doing well in in a way? If if your expertise lie with teaching the kids how to run with the football, then stick in that job. Uh, and I think that's maybe where they were worried about Inglethorpe coming unstuck and going to management when he was doing so well over the under 18s. And I don't know how well he's doing at Liverpool now, but. He seems to have fallen off. Yeah, Liverpool yeah, fans well, might know
0: a bit Yeah, more exactly. <laughs> but, I mean. He was thought of highly at Spurs, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, very so. highly, I think. Yeah. Was he manager of crew beforehand? Um, I don't think it was crew. He wasn't manager. He was a manager. Yeah. He came to Spurs and he kind of established himself as a good. But I, I remember Troy being on the podcast and saying. Um, you, sometimes you realise when a certain person, you know, person leaves a football club, that actually it wasn't necessarily them, that but the were, system. That, that, but but no, actually it was someone else. Okay. I think he what he was alluding to, and he didn't say it as, in as many words, was that McDonald McDermott mm. is the key guy at Spurs in terms of our development and mm. youth. And Inglethorp did good, but and and I'm putting words in Troy's mouth. He didn't say this at all, but this is my understanding of what he was getting at. So. We'll see. OK,
3: so, yeah, sorry, just quickly. How is Hugo Egeorg doing? I think he's doing OK. I mean, the under-21s haven't been amazing, but... Is he managing them? Yeah, he was He was so angry after the game on Friday when they lost to Liverpool. He, his words were something along the lines of we had a few choice words at the end of the match and the players have to learn to take this criticism on board. He was not a happy man with the performance at all. How did and we And he he's not someone you want to mess with. We lost um, 3-1, we were 3-0 down just after half-time, so not not a great did you go along I couldn't make it on Friday but I know a few of the um, people from the fighting court forum went along and said Kapoo was horrific
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sounds about right (laughs) Okay, uh, we've got some questions Um, this one's from Trunk uh, Jack who used to be on the pod he says Harry Kane is and he also does his own pod (laughs) 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 he he does a TV pod
5: doesn't he (laughs) what's that (laughs) with some Northern on
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're (laughs) coming for you now
1: speaking yeah
0: uh, Harry Kane is, uh, it's called Bruder Roost. Harry Kane is 21 and has scored 30 goals for Spurs this season. What was your biggest achievement at 21? And this is, when, when I read this question, it's a good question, I, I didn't have any answer.
5: I don't know, and I still don't now know what to say. Surely I, you, you don't, by, by, by the time you reach the age of 21, you don't have achievements, you just have mistakes to look back well, on. Yeah, that, yeah there's yeah. things you, you learn from. And you think that how
0: amazing Harry Kane, and not just like the amount of work that he's put in in order to become that amazing as a 21-year-old. If you think back to you being at 21, I think back and think horrific things, terrible, terrible things that I've done to other <laughs> human beings at 21. And all he's doing is bringing joy to people. He's like Jesus.
5: Hurricane Kane is like Jesus. You know, it is a great life, isn't it, being a footballer? I mean, you, you do your training in the morning, finish by midday. No. You might do your PR stuff for the club. But and by then, the
0: same token, it's so easy to get things wrong.
5: Oh, without you know. a doubt. And lose and, and get injured and end up unemployed because you've got no other skills and, and education. To work. It, is, it is luck and it is, you know... Yeah. It's 50... we well, We're not 50-50, but, you know, I mean, with Kane, though, I mean, fuck me. He's 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 not just a freak on the pitch.
0: He's just a freak human being. Twenty-one-year-olds shouldn't be as level-headed. Shouldn't be as disciplined. There's a, there's a
5: photograph of him in an England shirt, and I looked at him, and I swear I must have stared at this photo for ten minutes. <laughs> and it's like that's Harry Kane. Yeah. Because it's not. It was almost like remembering his little picture of his head in the, in Football Manager when he used to download the packs and and oh, who am I getting rid of out the youth team? Harry Kane, he looks like a knob. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's got a brilliant
5: name. Yeah. Harry Kane and Harry Winks are just genius names, <laughs> but he's never going to make it. And then now you look at him, he looks like a fucking man. Yeah. He's only 21, he's a kid, but he's a man. He doesn't look 21, he's rich, does he? He's like you said, he's scoring for Tottenham, he's playing for Tottenham. That is some buzz, man. You, you just wouldn't need drugs, would you? And what were you doing at 21? Get him pissed and chucked out of fucking clubs and <laughs> trying to score drugs and failing miserably and then oh. scoring drugs and failing miserably for weeks after that. And I've got yeah, a feeling that you your guys would probably
1: be a lot more rock and roll than what my 20, I mean my 21 because I lived in a village of like 500 people. Yeah, uh, There's rock and roll in that village. Uh no not really. I used to do karaoke. Oh yeah?
0: What uh, would you sing? What was your song? Busted. Crash the Wedding.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then a bit of dominoes, and then that was it. I did fuck all by the time I was twenty-one. I think that, literally I think, fuck all. I think most people don't.
0: I really, really do. I think twenty-one isn't. There's an illusion of what you should be uh, as a twenty-one-year-old. What you should be is Harry Kane. What you are is some weird <laughs> little kid wanking to weird stuff on the
1: internet. I did think of something. I remember when uh, just on my just a couple of weeks before my twenty-first birthday, uh, I was. I didn't always get on with my old man very much at that age until uh, until we started playing in the same football team and then we managed to get on quite well. Um, but uh, I actually tried to st- stand up to him, you know, when you, the first time that you feel like you've got enough bollocks to stand up to your old man if he's giving you a bit of grief. And, um, and he'd backed down slightly and I was feeling pretty good. And I thought, oh, I'm the fucking king of this abs <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking any more shit from anyone. We're waiting in the kitchen, and I was like, oh, Mum, was biscuits? <laughs> yeah. You're not having biscuits? Teasing me. I was like, I don't want a fucking biscuit. I'm a fucking biscuit. <laughs> just and she turned, bad. and I swear to God, she turned round from the sink where she was washing up and backhanded me across, across <laughs> the face. And, I kind of, and just natural reaction. Obviously, I never ever would have done anything, but my, just my natural first reaction was to step to her. Like that. <laughs> like that, and she put her fist at that. She's about two foot taller, and she went, "You fucking dare!" <laughs> and I shit my pants, and I, uh, I kind of like just turned around and walked out. And, See, I uh, was
0: always too much of a pussy to ever have any confrontations with my old man. Oh,
1: I never had a confrontation with, ever with either of them ever again after that. <laughs> Which is a valuable <laughs> lesson. yeah. be you, uh, you get it, twenty-one stories.
3: <laughs> Not really. Uh, I was. I just finished my literature degree. I was th- thought I was the bee's knees, like. Little uh, second-hand record bag and charity shop clothes, going to watch the Libertines. Yeah, kind of just a wanker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
3: the the
0: question was a good one, but ultimately, no one, no one in the world at twenty-one is doing what Hurricane is right now. And I was thinking about other footballers at twenty-one. What are there many?
1: Uh, People like Owen, you know, with the goal at the World Cup. Yeah, that's true. There's, yes. a few, there's a few. There's a <laughs> yeah, few. Yeah, fair enough. Right. All of them. <laughs> That's why I tried to stop All you the good you ones.
0: That bravo, bravo. <laughs> okay, and uh, to f- uh, we've got the Spurs drum. He asks, "Who of the current squad wanks the most?" Lamella. Oh,
1: yeah, you can't you scroll really? it? If you're going to say exactly what I said, now go on. Why? Lamella? Just because he's got to be
5: good at something, and he loves his <laughs> oh, FIFA, God. so he's probably got good wrist action. Um, good technique. <laughs> that, does he speak that, that english takes. yet does he speak
0: english no, no. so he, he's got to be wanking what else does a bloke do how much porn do you see that's in not in english because sometimes uh, people find a bit of porn that is in a foreign language instant turn
1: off turn it off yeah mm. waste of time <laughs> so, speak, if you're not you, going to what, what fuck do you me think don't start don't start on <laughs> british
5: porn so, speak, what do you think about british porn I was thinking about this the other day. What, what was I watching? I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy, and there's a scene where one of the guys throws one of the other guys into this tub of yellow Oh, spoiler stuff. Spoiler! Spoiler, and that, and spoiler that. happens. It's just like... And, and he, he, he comes out of it covered in yellow stuff, and for some reason, this is how my brain is wired, I thought of a, of a, a, a copy of Escort that I saw when I was, when I was probably... <laughs> 21. Yeah.
2: 21.
5: And... Um, Looking through it and being completely um, disillusioned with the quality of the, of the women, of course. <laughs> saying, you know, they could have done better in this selection. This is bullshit! <laughs> 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 One
0: pound 75 i <laughs> Not a decent <laughs> crunch in the entire.
5: <laughs> you call those fucking tits. There are tits! <laughs> It wasn't until I tu- spaniels is. <laughs> it wasn't until I turned to a page and like one of the one of the the, the women was covered in beans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
5: <laughs> a, Guinness world record attempt. Then, the, the thing is, I noticed a trend in like these lower grade pool mags where there was always some kind of like beans or butter. Or something. <laughs> like, at what point? <laughs> <laughs> At what point does beans become sexual <laughs> as a lubricant? No. Yeah. Like, do you feed your your partner beans? <laughs> it doesn't work. It's baked beans. It goes on toast. You eat beans on toast for fuck's sake. It doesn't go anywhere. Do right? Why is it so funny? Is I've seen this. I've but seen this it in porn. Baked beans in British porn. Why does it happen? <laughs> Britain, you've done a lot of great things. <laughs> Porn isn't one of them. Please <laughs> just end it. Just. Well, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Fake taxi. Is that British? Can you stop going yeah, on about a... this? I. Okay. Because it's becoming weird. It's becoming like you're like got a thing for the people. I didn't
1: even <laughs> mention. I only. You... T was the one that mentioned it the other week. Not oh, right. me. All oh, right. So if we're gonna have a go, at anyone? <laughs> have a go too.
0: you ain't here to so defend himself. <laughs> That's fine, prick. Okay. be here
3: and answer a question. Look, <laughs> <laughs> L- Lamella. Uh, yeah, well, should we go with Lamella? I think Cabal, Adebayor, Kapu, got a lot of time in their hands. Probably those lot.
1: Got have yeah. something else in their hands as well. <laughs> Sorry. My uh, made you go blind, and that's what's happened to Lamella because you can't pass a ball to anyone. <laughs> Definitely Lamella.
0: OK, Paddy uh, Paddy G Spur from the Fine Cop Forum, he asked, if you could choose any piece of music for Spurs to enter the mu- uh, enter the pitch, what would it be? And... If you can, think of another one for the end music. I think we talked about this before, um, and I chose, along with T, uh, Bring the Ruckus.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah by a oh, Wu-Tang. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. That would be amazing.
3: Before or after? Before? before? before. Bring the motherfucking Ruckus! Yeah. I was thinking before, I Can Only Disappoint You by Manson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's yeah. true. Let the bodies hit the floor before the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I don't know what they're called. I know the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the bodies in the floor! That's, <laughs> that's, it, that's it, yeah. just what I know, man. That's good. All yeah, right, yeah. yeah. what about... Go on, go on. I was going to say,
5: in an ideal world, no music, just the the sound of the Spurs supporters, but <gasps> we, all, we all know that's... <gasps> no, quiet. that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Just silence.
1: Just build <laughs> it up. <laughs> just build it up. silence. White yeah. yeah. noise. Imagine and their faces as <laughs> they came out the tunnel. <laughs> the silence of just people looking yeah.
0: at them. And then silence, <laughs> right, and then... And they oh fuck. So they're walking out of the tunnel, and the crowd are silent. everyone's silent, and the players of the other, uh, opposition, opposition team are going fuck <laughs> is this, this is shit, this atmosphere is bollocks. And then they come in and Harry Kane just turns around and just goes, one, two, three, <laughs> we're out on them, yeah, yeah. we're out on them. <laughs> fuck the music, just fans, oh, fans together in songs. unison.
1: Yeah. Oh.
3: <laughs> and it's like when there's a minute silence. And then <laughs> everyone turns around and starts wanking. <laughs> <seriously>. <laughs> no, but with that, as soon as the whistle blows by the referee, that roar that goes up after a minute's silence, yeah. I love that moment, it's, the, it's so good.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. Um so no no music, the yeah. fans. beautiful. that's the dream. Although if it was if we were on a bad bad patch it'd probably be booze and Or
1: humming just going mmm <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, a little bit of tutting <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um that's it it's been a long second half. We've got to, we've got to close up. Uh, well I said bring the ruckus, you said you got you got on um, you said well but to end. To end. Oh, I don't know. It depends wanna, on what the result are. want to be in my gang, my gang? No? <laughs> no. Nah, probably a bit off. <laughs> Niche. Niche. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this has been the Fighting Cop podcast. Remember, you can buy the fanzine, thefightingcop.co.uk forward slash shop. Uh, we've got free apps to download. Windy's now on Periscope, so you can follow Windy on Periscope. It's at Windy Coys. Coys for come on, Yedlin yeah, shoes. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, the apps are free. Uh, you can still buy T-shirts. Uh, and that's it. And thank you so much, Alex. Cheers, boy. Spooky. Love it, mate. Wendy. Cheers, mate. Uh, this has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Done. Clock. It's the fighting.
4: It's the fighting. Clock. A camo shut up. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: It takes a lot of ingredients to fix or build a car. Like cooking, but without the frozen dinner easy way out eBay Motors has 122 million parts. It's always the right fitment, so you can follow any recipe to a T. Whether it's a vintage Italian coupe that's classic like grandma's meatballs or a German luxury car that's as complicated as almost rouladen, to cook up something great in the garage, use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
4: Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: 18 plus.